0: Thank mm-hmm. you. zap exclusive i am your boy jersey we have a super dope show that let me get this music all the way off i got miss amanda lecount in the house tonight all right well it's the daytime time today all right but we about to definitely get it all the way turned up and get the conversations rolling all right but how are we feeling my instagram or my internet is acting crazy can y'all see me y'all can hear me y'all can see me what up, what up, what up? What up, David? I can see you and hear you as you should. <laughs> Let's get the conversations rolling. Let's call in our first guest, our only guest, Miss Amanda LeCount. But first, let me get my everything together. How we feeling on this Sunday though? Are we good? Hold on, we hear my hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Oh. Oh, let me call Amanda. We got a lot going on. All right, how we feeling, Hallie? Oh, there you go.
1: (laughs) I love that sound effects. I love it. Thank
0: you so much. Welcome to the show. Here to
1: talk to you guys
0: of course of course so let's get into it so first of all tell everybody sure who you um, are hi what you my do.
1: name is amandala count and i am a professional dancer in los angeles and i'm also very passionate about body positivity and trying to change the entertainment industry to be more inclusive and diverse
0: first of all let's shout out to that okay <laughs> <laughs> all right uh she brought it all the way together she from influence, choreo, dance, and and just kind of bring in positive awareness to everybody. So now, how did you, before we even get back to the beginning, what made you at this point in your journey say, this is what I'm mm. going to have my focus well, on?
1: Well, I knew since I started dance, I started when I was two. So I started pretty young. And even then, I didn't know I was going to pursue it professionally, but I knew I never wanted to stop ever. Like, I wanted to do it all day, every day for the rest of my life. And I kept doing it and doing it. And as I got older, just uh, people were treating me a certain way because I don't look like the typical dancer, I guess, whatever that looks like. I don't know. But they think that Mm -hmm. a typical dancer has to be super thin and and tall and lean. And that's just not my body type, which is fine, you know, I love it, but they weren't very accepting of that. And I learned that it was going to be really difficult for me to be successful as a dancer, but I knew that I was going to do it anyway. I was like, well, it might be hard, but it's worth it because I love it. And I know, (laughs) I was like, I know I can do it. Like I just have to show them because I know I'm good enough for this. And I know that I'm meant to do this. Um, So I moved to LA from Colorado where I'm from when I was 13 I believe, um, to pursue dance. And then a few years after I moved, I, uh, created my little hashtag and movement called hashtag breaking the stereotype. Um, and that's super special to me. It's like such a big part of my life now. Um, and it's just a hashtag I created to help push my message more of, you know, it's a, it's fine if you don't fit the stereotypes of whatever standards people try to put you in or whatever standards people try to put on you it's fine like if you are passionate about it and you love it then pursue it and it'll come to you and just trying to inspire people to to love the skin they're in and to be more confident
0: let's go Yes. okay to all of that um so you said he started Mm -hmm. dancing at two from colorado you Mm -hmm. moved to la at 13. What was your transitional period like from two to thirteen of just training and just learning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, so dancer?
1: two to thirteen, I would say, like when I really started taking it like seriously, seriously, I was probably like nine or ten. I feel like that's when I was like, oh, okay. like I'm training. I want to pursue this. Like this is not just a hobby. So I would say around nine or ten, and at that point, I was dancing probably like. 30 hours a week I would say a a lot because I would dance I went to Denver School of the Arts so I would dance at school and then I would dance after school so I was dancing like all day every day and I had no complaints about that um but it was a little stressful and then um when I was 10 or 11 I had this incident happen with a studio director in Colorado um, where he kicked me out of his studio because my body type didn't fit his vision yeah, he kicked me out of his studio completely because of my body. My body type wasn't good enough for him or wasn't what he wanted. Um, and that happened at 10 or 11. And so I think that was when I really realized that, oh, people really don't like this. And, like, people aren't going to want to give me a chance at all. Um, no matter how talented I may be, no matter how much, how, much, how hardworking I am, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're always going to see my appearance first and make a judgment based off that. And then it's my job. Unfortunately, it shouldn't be, but it's my job. And I have to put the work in to change that and to flip it around. So I knew that I was going to have more obstacles than most or than the average dancer when it comes to working. Um, So that was really eye opening, And um, I think obviously when that happened, it wasn't (laughs) a positive thing at all. Um, I was only 10 or 11 and I was like, whoa, like it did a lot to your body image and confidence. Um, But now looking back on it, you know, like eight, Eight or nine years later i'm so or nine or ten years later whatever i'm so grateful that it happened because i think that was a big uh turning point in my confidence as a person but also my body positivity journey i think that really was the start of what i wanted to do with dance more than just like working as a dancer and yeah being successful I knew then that I wanted it to also be about changing the industry and trying to uplift people like me, who are constantly being torn down and told they're not good enough because of their appearance. So I'm grateful it happened now. Um, But that was definitely a a crazy experience and an eye opening experience. I think that really got me prepared for what LA was going to be like, sadly.
0: Okay. So, you know, this dance industry is obviously very gruesome, like you said. Um, I'm also a choreographer, um, and I actually have a dance school myself out here in New York City. So I definitely understand just what that process is like. But we're not going to talk, talk about you and, you know, and, <laughs> and what you've done. I was even just, when putting this package together, just promotion from you, you are an amazing Thank you. dance. Okay, like, that Snatched video, Snatched, t you killed that, okay? I
1: love that one, yeah. love Dexter.
0: <laughs> uh, So, like, let's talk about when you actually, ever mm-hmm. moved to L.A., you're 13, and you like, I need this shit up, all right? Like, uh, like, obviously, there's some kind of confident machine that's pushing you and fueling you to go. What was like, all right, I'm going to figure out how to get this professional thing going, how did you actually make that turn? Mm-hmm. And when was your first? I
1: think break? when I moved to LA, um, I just was training all day, every day. like I was still going to school. A lot of people think I was like homeschooled. I went to public school until I graduated, um, but I think I was just training whenever I could. I was in people's classes I've never heard of. I was in my favorite people's classes that I've looked up to forever. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to to train as much as I could. You know, I was like, I'm in L.A. We didn't have these resources in Colorado. Like, we didn't have this. We had, like, two hip-hop classes, and that's it. So, I was like, okay, let's take advantage. Let's train, 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 train. Because they can, like, they can say they don't like my appearance or, like, my body type, but you can't deny talent. So, I was like, okay, we're training. Uh, (laughs) I just kept training and training and training, and um, I... I wouldn't, I wasn't pursuing social media, but like I would post like my little Instagram videos, like dance videos for fun. Like it wasn't a big plan of like, okay, I'm going to make these videos and then I'm going to go viral and then I'm going to get booked. And then like, there was no, (laughs) there was no plan for it. I was just posting what I enjoyed, but I started getting like attention from people. And I think again, sadly, people weren't Mm. used to seeing someone like me dance or at least not the way I do. So they're like, oh, what's this? Like, wow, well, I've never seen that before. Um, and I started getting some traction on social media as well. Um, but my first, I would say my first, I could say a, I could say a few different things, but I'm going to say my first big break was Swish Swish by Katy Perry. Um, I was that music video and oh. I actually got that. I didn't, there was no audition really for it. What happened is, um, her, I think, like, management or her people and then this uh, other dance network um, paired together and they did a little dance challenge for the video. And it was like, all you have to do is post to her song, Swish Swish, obviously, and then they're going to choose one person to be in the video. And I didn't, I didn't submit to this for, like, two weeks. I was like, no, there's no way. I was like, hundreds of thousands of people are probably going to submit for this. Like, I don't think there's any chance. There's, there's no point. I kept seeing all my friends post about it, and I was like, Ugh, okay, why not? Like, what are you going to lose if you post to her song? Nothing. Nothing. So, I was like, okay, just do it. Kay. Like, film it really uh-huh. fast. Put it up. You never know. And then, like, a week later after I posted it, I got the call from, like, the the dance network being like, okay, Katie chose you. I was like, what? Kay. So. It was crazy, and then I got to like I was oh. like meet her, and like, dance in the video, and she was amazing. Side note, but um, that was probably my first big like big job with a major artist or, yes. major or really anything. So that was really exciting, and I would say that was about two years after I moved to LA. Yeah.
0: Okay. So okay, so first of all, we here for the gigs, and we here for being booked. Yes. Okay. So Katy Perry <laughs> off the gate, you swing hard. Okay. Everybody must be like she just got katie perry yeah like you, you understand what i'm saying so now how were you able to kind of take that and run with it what was like the next momentum mm-hmm. builder because you know the talent is there how the maneuver mm-hmm. to kind of brand well yourself. i
1: think there yeah after that i think it was really helpful for me to have that opportunity because yes i believed in myself i don't want to say i didn't like i did or obviously i wouldn't have Taking the big risk to move from Colorado to LA if I didn't believe in myself and what I was doing. But I think it's easy to kind of like doubt yourself in LA. It had been some time and I hadn't done anything huge. I had done some small things, but nothing big. And I wasn't losing hope, but I was kind of like, okay, like I kind of need to get something. Like, hopefully, you know, something comes around. So Mm -hmm. to have that was really nice because then in the future after that, I feel like if I was ever doubting myself, I could be like, no, Amanda. Like, you just danced for Katy Perry. Obviously, you have potential. Like, you're, you can be successful. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. It's going to be hard and difficult. But you know you can do it because you've done it already. So it was kind of nice to have, like, something to go back to you to be like, okay, we've done this already. So let's keep going. Um, it, it was a good, like, boost of confidence. Um, but as far as, like, branding, I think after that, I'm trying to think if Breaking the Stereotype was, was around then already. I think it was, but it was pretty new. So when I started, I had my little uh, okay. hashtag already, and I want to say, too, like, my hashtag was not a marketing <laughs> or, like, a, a plan to, like, Ooh, go viral. This is going to be a movement. Um, I literally created it just for fun and really just for me. Um, I saw some people, some of my friends on Instagram, had their, like, hashtag they would use. But it was something more generic, I guess, where it was, like, their name or their age, where they're from, like, something a little less. Not important, important not the right word, but like less um, meaningful, maybe. Um, so I decided I was like, oh, having a hashtag, okay. is a, that's a cool idea. That's an interesting concept. And so I wanted to come up with one, but one that like meant a lot to me and one that really like encompassed what I'm about as a person and what my my goal is as a dancer and just as a person. And my goal is to break the stereotype, um, mostly for dance, but also just like in the entertainment industry as a whole and just the world, um, so I was like, all of the above. Um, but I just started using it randomly on like my posts and people were going crazy about it. And I was like, whoa, like I did not expect this. I, I did not think anyone was really gonna care about it that much, it's more for me, um, just to put it at the end of my posts. But people really related to it because I think, even if you're not a dancer in the entertainment industry, there's always stereotypes for everything. And there's certain standards that we're pressured to fit into in all walks of life. So even if you don't dance or you're not really in the arts world, you can relate to that in different ways. So I think it's just, it's been so successful because everyone can see themselves in it and can say, oh, I stand behind that. Cause I've, I've had struggles with that too. It's a universal experience. Um, and then after that, I just kept trying to grow it and speak out more about like things that I've been through and like the uh, body shaming I've experienced and how I personally have like, gotten through that and things i do to like keep my body confidence like self-image up um or self-confidence and body image (laughs) body image good um trying to inspire people and hopefully motivate them to to love the body they're in because we only have one so it's kind of important
0: (laughs) facts hey let me get my hold on Yes. okay uh everything that you just said was so on the point and, and there were so many lessons that you can be taught from what you said um, and just going back mm-hmm. to breaking the stereotype um, you found something that everybody would be able to connect with and kind of be able to kind of pour into and be able to share their journeys as well but let me ask you, if you felt like you were comfortable in dance, do you feel that you would have accomplished everything mm-hmm. that you had? If it wasn't just it being such a, I guess, gruesome industry and you being like, all right, I have to work twice as hard. Do you think that's what fueled you to be mm-hmm. as successful? That's a
1: good question. I, I definitely think the fact that I do kind of have to work harder than other people. And I'm not saying that, you know, people that might have, you know, fit the look of a dancer typically don't work hard. That's not what I'm saying. They do for sure. A thousand percent. Um, but they just don't have the struggle of body image on top of it, um, think it did it did help that I I was forced to work harder I can't be lazy like I can't be lazy and want and achieve the things I want so I do think it helped in the fact that yeah I I do have to work hard and I think it improved my work ethic I think I'm super super hard working and determined and I think that is part partly why is because I know that I have I have to work a little bit harder than some other people (laughs) um so I definitely think that that affected my my work ethic
0: I do. so now th- let's talk about this new generation yes. versus old generation thing do you feel like now you've been you made it to a certain point in your career we're going to get back onto that journey again I to us once like take a pit stop based off what you see because covid kind of put everything on pause and mm-hmm. kick-started the careers of different creators different dancers and um and, and it gave opportunities to people that in a dance space that maybe wouldn't have prior, right? But there is a new era. You have to, I guess, kind of admit that is happening. But what do you think will be the changes from when you were coming up to doing a video submission to switch Shores, Katy Perry, to how it is right now with Instagram, TikTok, and challenges getting you jobs? How do you feel uh-huh. it's different? And do you think it's better? Um,
1: Yeah, COVID change? definitely... <laughs> affected the dance industry a lot. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've seen is like there's rarely in-person auditions anymore. It's all either you know... Um, self tapes, which if you're not like a, a creative person watching, um, self tapes are pretty much like they'll send you choreo or if it's acting, they'll send you scenes and you have to film it at home yourself and then you send it to them and they watch it like that and they'll make their decision. Um, so it's been a lot of those or like you mentioned, like social media is so important now and it, it had a role before, but I feel like now it's it's such a big part of, of the dance world specifically in just the entertainment industry. Like I can say myself I've gotten jobs from my social media and I know friends that have gotten jobs from it. So it's 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 a positive and a negative to me. Like I, I miss in person auditions and I think it, it's hard to get a sense of someone from like filming or like from them filming themselves at home. I think that's not maybe always the accurate their accurate like self. Um so I think it's hard I know I am not a fan of self tapes <laughs> myself. Um, I, I do better in person. Like I like seeing that in person, like having that energy. And I just think it's easier to read the person. Um, but as far as social media, yeah, especially with TikTok, um, that has made a huge, huge difference. Like you mentioned, there are people getting dance jobs that previously probably wouldn't have, and it's not that they're not talented or, you know, anything like that, you know, they deserve what they got, but it's just, it is changing. And so now it's, like, the social media is such a crucial aspect. And I know me and a lot of my other um, dance friends, you know, I've always taken my social media, like, pretty seriously to an extent. Like, I always want to put work that I'm proud of and that, you know, I I believe in. You know, I'm not just going to throw up things that I don't like, of course. But I think even now, like, we know choreographers and producers and writers and casting are literally going to your Instagram to see see what you can offer. And I can't tell Mm -hmm. you the amount of jobs I've done, like, I think I've done Savage Fenty and I did, I've danced for Ozuna and I recently like did a commercial And every single picture they had uh, for like wardrobe. Okay. When you do like wardrobe, like fittings, they'll have each person's picture. So they know who's who and like whatever. And every time it's been a picture from my Instagram that I did not send them. I know that they saw me (laughs) on Instagram. So it's like, it's, I think people are now realizing how big of a deal it is. And they're kind of taking it more seriously. Like, Oh, this is kind of like, my real, this is my resume, like this is, they're looking to this to see if they want to book me pretty much. So I think definitely um, how important social media is has skyrocketed since the pandemic, Um, which again, good and bad, like there's pros and cons to it. I hope there's more in-person auditions soon, but COVID definitely changed up the dance, the dance industry a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Um, So many good points, but let me ask you this um what do you say to your friends that are like I just want to dance Amanda like I all the social media stuff I don't know how to do the captions it's too much it's overwhelming I just want to dance that I come from the era of taking ballet yes. jazz tap you know then they realize but I mm-hmm. am getting overlooked so those people that just yeah,
1: like um, I, I have a few friends like that. Um, where they're not against it, but they're just like, I don't know how to do it, I don't spend my time on it. Like, I don't know, this is not my thing. And, um, I, I know, I know we were talking mm. about, um, but I always tell them, like, it's not that you have to like want to pursue social media, you're not saying, okay, now I have to be an influencer. <laughs> You're not saying that at all. I just think just maybe like just be more conscious of what you post or if you never post, maybe post a dance vid every once in a while. Just so if people do go across your page, they can see that you dance and like see maybe a somewhat recent video and things like that. But you don't have to be like posting everything you do or like, you know, filming, like hiring videographers to film these dance videos and getting space. And, you know, you don't have to go crazy with it. You can literally just like set up your phone outside, film a freestyle. Or film a combo that you took a class from. Like, just film it and post it. Like, it doesn't have to be a crazy, you know, equation, you know, social media. Yes, some people do take it that seriously, and it is a job for them. But I think as far as people, like, just wanting to dance and, like, it's, it's casual. Not casual for them, but it's not as, like, big of a deal for them, social media. I think just post post dance videos. That's literally it. You don't have to go crazy. And it doesn't have to be, like, a ton of, like planning and and thinking it out just post a dance video you like and be like hey like there's a little freestyle i filmed or if it's someone's choreo be like took this person's class a little bit ago and wanted to film this i loved it so much blah blah blah. you know it doesn't have to be super hard but i know there are people that are still kind of getting used to the social media generation and it's definitely an adjustment so i i can understand (laughs)
0: Definitely is an adjustment. So now let's get back into some of the gigs that you've done. Like you just mentioned Savage X Fenty. Um, how was it working with the queen of makeup, Rihanna? I love
1: her. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, I can never like say enough good things about her. I love her so much. Um, I've been able to do it twice, which is like, I'm, I'm so, so grateful. So lucky um, this show. And it's just always an amazing experience. Both times I did it. I feel like I walked away even more confident than I was. And the first show I did, like, I was already like, yeah, woo, I'm amazing. I love myself. I'm awesome. But I think no matter how confident you are, it's a very different experience dancing and how little clothing we were wearing, <laughs> I think, to anyone. And it's not I, – I love the show, and I think it's amazing, and I, it empowers so many, so many people. And I, I love how inclusive and diverse it is. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the only show like it, honestly. Um, but I think the first time I did it, yes, like – I I love myself. I love my body, but I was not used to having that much of my body shown, at least not while dancing. So in rehearsals, I was a little bit like, okay, this is a little weird. Like I'm not a hundred percent comfortable yet, but I know that this is important and I'm doing this not just for me, but someone's going to see me and relate to me and that's going to inspire them and make them feel better about themselves. So I was like, Amanda, this is not just for you. The tiny little bit of being uncomfortable is worth it for the message that's going to get spread. So I was like, okay. Then I did, and I watched the show, and I was like, oh my gosh. I walked away, like, I walked away feeling like I was invincible. Like, no one can tell me anything. No one can do anything to me. I was like, I did that. Um, And I just, the word, the one word that, like, describes the show, I feel like is empowering. I just feel like it's empowering to so many people. Like, so many different kinds of people with how diverse and inclusive it is. She really does everything she can to make it as inclusive as possible. And what I love about it is that you can tell it's genuine and it's not these companies being like, Oh, like, right. for example, it's pride month. Like let's be inclusive. And then you can just tell it's, it's, it's fake and it's a front. And she is very much not like that. Like you can Gosh. tell just by the way the show is run, the show is made, the people she has in the show, it's, it's very genuine. And she does believe in the message she's, saying and so being a part of it is just an amazing experience mm-hmm. and I love it every time hopefully I'll get to do it again but it's probably when people ask like what my favorite job is it's, it's most likely that one
0: wow oh so I, okay I asked the best one for her. there you go so now let me ask you this was was she there for a lot of the rehearsals and how was it working huh? with Paris I know Paris quarterback um, majority of-
1: yeah um, uh, Rihanna was there for maybe two rehearsals um and that was the first show so i didn't um get to really run into her the second show i did last year um a little bit more separate and then she just did her amazing like dance scene um and then spent the rest of her time like running the show like kind of behind watching um but the first year we did get to run it through with her because she did her little dance scene in the beginning which was amazing um so we did get to see her then and then she did the finale as well um she's she's amazing like she's just so hardworking and she's so cool like it's such a simple word but if there's anyone that encompasses that word it's rihanna like she's just cool like she walks in and you're like oh my gosh you're so cool girl like oh my god um but she she's so nice so hardworking. um she really cares about the show too like every detail that goes into it she thought about and she had to approve. She put her work in, her time in. Um, so she's really proud of it, as she should be. I think it's amazing. Um, uh, but I love her. And I, I still can't believe. I, I, I'm not a cocky. or No, that's not, that's not the word. I'm not a braggy person, like, ever. But I will say one thing that can always make my day feel better, or my day better, is Rihanna follows me on Instagram. And I was like, I could be having the worst okay. day ever. <laughs> but I can always say, okay, you know what? We're having a bad day. But Rihanna follows me and knows me, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. But then, as far as Paris,
1: so yeah, Paris obviously was there every single day. Like, honestly, like working okay. us really hard. But that's why the show looks so good. It's because yeah, it might be a little bit like mm. okay, there's a little intense, and you know it might be a little tough. But the product, like you see it, and you're like, oh, that was worth it. And that's why everything she does looks so worth good. It. Um, But she's amazing. Like, she's kind of a person where, like, she is the sweetest person outside of, like, rehearsal. Like, she will help you. She'll, like, hype you up. She'll be like, you're amazing. Like, oh, my gosh. The sweetest. You get into rehearsal, though, and it's, like, no games. Like, like, none at all. But I I completely understand why. Like, she takes her work and her art very seriously. And I think that's how you should, you know? Um, It's not just dancing. And she knows that. It's so much more than that. And she, she... Dance is so important to her, and she values it so much, and she knows that it's not just movement. So it's intimidating, and it's definitely stressful, but it's it's always worth it. And she's such a sweetheart. We just have to remember when we're in rehearsal, like, okay, guys, it's about the end product. She wants it to look perfect. Like, it's fine. Let's do this for Paris. She's amazing, um, and we're lucky to be here. So it's a lot, but she's absolutely amazing, and working with her is always, like, an amazing experience. And I feel like I always leave to not just a changed dancer after the show, but also a change or not just a changed person after the show, but also a changed dancer. I feel like I always notice an improvement after working with her. Cause I get to dance with her <laughs> for like weeks and dancing with her is very, she just has such an intense energy. Like when she dances and dancing next to her, is like, you have to pull up. You have to pull up because she is amazing and she <laughs> will make you look horrible. <laughs> i like, Amanda, pull up, pull up. (laughs) Like, she believes in you. You got to do this. Do it for Paris. Do it for Rihanna and for yourself. Um, But I love Paris. She's amazing. And that's why she's like one of, if not the biggest choreographer in the world right now.
0: Absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, So now let's get into how dance has become like this global phenomenon. Dance has always been it. Okay. Yes. But with social media, I think people try TikToks and they're like, oh, this is not as easy as I think it is. Um, And that was just taken over. Grandmas, parents, people are at UPS, people are at work doing TikTok dancing. Everyone's dancing. How do you feel, or do you feel like this is a good time for people that are actual trained dancers to kind of grab a hold of something and be able to take this to the next level? Or do you think that this is just a social media fact?
1: Huh. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Cause some of the things that have happened with social media, I was like, I would have never predicted this. I have no idea. But I, <laughs> I do think overall the TikTok dancing might be a phase. Might be a phase. I know it's really popular right now, and I love it. And I participate in it. It is fun. Like no hate at all. I love it, and I love like the people that do it. I'm like the people that are like famous on TikTok. Like their dancing is amazing. Um, I think my thing is just sometimes people yes, yes. get like TikTok dancing kind of confused with like professional dancing, and I feel like that's kind of what's frustrating for some of some of us that are like in the dance industry and like we're pursuing this as a career. It's like sometimes we're seeing people react to TikTok dancers um, in a way that they're like, oh, you're like the best dancer in the world. Or like, oh my God, like you should dance for like, like a, an amazing artist. Like, you, how are you not on tour? And it's like, they're amazing at what they do. Like, it's amazing. And I love it. I love it. But yeah. it, I feel like let's not mix the two like worlds. They're different industries. Both mm. are careers and both are valid, but they're just different. And so I'm like, let's, let's make sure that we know professional dancing from super fun, like TikTok dancing. So I think that's my only thing, but I think, I think, I mean, right now, like, I think it's smart, even as professional dancers, I'm, I'm using TikTok as like a tool kind of, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what, what's big right now. You know, you never know who's looking at TikTok. Like you never know who's casting from like, you never know. Some TikTokers have gotten, crazy opportunities from their tiktoks like have gotten to like i said actually like work with some amazing celebrities like two of my friends um who I, I love them they're amazing and they're like they they dance dance as well um off tiktok but they got to choreograph a thing for khalid from their tiktok you know there are still okay. opportunities oh. and, like you know you don't have to want to be a tiktoker by any means or like pursue that but i think it's always smart to use the tools that are around you that you have access to you know, so I'm just, that's kind of how I feel about it, but I love TikTok, I don't know how, like, how long it's going to be, like, crazy, like, viral or trending, like, it might be around for a long time, it might not, I don't really know, but I'm just having fun with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the thing to do, I think it's supposed to be fun, um, dope, now, let me also ask you this, do you think that artists... Um, when they are scouting and looking for dancers, and this could be a good question um, for a lot of upcoming dancers that want to pursue this and don't know where to begin, you would say that social media plays a crucial part in what an artist actually looks when they're trying to build that.
1: I do dance think squad. social media is important. I, I really do. Um, because, like, I mean, I mentioned a few examples before, but I've been on jobs where I know for a fact they went to my social media and probably before they booked me. You know, they probably said, oh, let's look at your social media, like blah, blah, blah. And I know for a fact there was a job. Um, I didn't do it, but I was talking to the choreographer that did it. And she said, yeah, you know, guys, your Instagram is really important. It, it is like your resume because there was a job I just did for a huge artist. And they literally went through everyone's like they found people off Instagram. And so she's like, if your page doesn't represent you well, or you don't have any dance videos, or we can't really tell who you are, or how you dance, then we're not going to be able to book you because we can't really see anything. So social media is, is crucial and again I know that social media isn't, you know, everyone's thing and that's completely fine. But I think as far as if you want this as a career and you just want to be smart, then make sure you have dance videos up. Make sure that they can get a sense of who you are as a dancer. Or else they can't book you. You know, so I think it's just being smart, being smart.
0: Absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, there's so much things that go into, I guess, being okay. a dancer in 2022. Um, hey, it was make sure you had your headshots and your dance reel was up to par, and you needed an agent, it was almost like kind of like mandatory. Uh, you know, but now Instagram is the mm-hmm. biggest agency, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> um, or social media, and I know people getting booked off of YouTube, TikTok. The ground, you know it's it's just it's just all moving, so just like casting directors, producers, artists are regular people, That's and they scroll yeah. through social media as well and come pitch um but yeah, I do know a lot of dancers, even here in New York, and I'm a little bit um i'm in my thirties, so you know dancers that are a bit older probably feel like this is just not where i wanna dwell. <laughs> But it doesn't have to be over for for the, for the dancers that are a little bit older. It's just a matter of how to rebrand yourself and figure out how to get your name and your likeness because if the talent's there, people exactly. will buy into it. Yeah. So, Osuna, uh, you know what I'm saying? Katy Perry, Rihanna, you've done so many different artists. Give us your top three jobs, and then give us one of your worst Okay, jobs.
1: My top mm. three are definitely Rihanna, Savage, Fenty is in there. Um, I would say Ozuna's in there as well. I've gotten to dance for him twice, um, and he's super, super super nice, super sweet. Um, I love the choreo. I love, like, Latin music, too, and I rarely get to dance to that. So I was like, that's really fun. Um, that was I got to do. And, and he's also just so <laughs> talented. Like, I'll tell you a little, like, super fast story, but I did the Latin AM. Him and I remember we were on stage doing our like stage rehearsal and I didn't know he was there, like I didn't I didn't know Zuna was there yet. And the track starts playing and like the song starts playing and there's vo- and there's vocals. He sounded so much alike like the song that okay. I literally was like, oh like that's the song. And someone was like, no, he's right there singing. And I was, like, he is amazing. Like he sounds just like the song. And I'm like, that's oh. great. like your voice has natural auto tune in it because you sound perfect. He's so talented. Um, That was a favorite. And then, ooh, I'm going to say Lady Gaga. I was in her Stupid Love music video. She is such an artist. Uh, I love her. I love her. Um, She's amazing. And she's so hardworking. So hardworking. And she's so sweet, too. So those Mm -hmm. are my three favorites right now. They change constantly. But those are my my three top top favorite jobs for now. And then. One job I did, unfortunately, no drum. I'm not going to say, like, what it was, who it was, but I did a music video um, at one point, and it's not bad. It wasn't a bad experience because the artist was bad. It was bad because I went to wardrobe. I was the only plus-size person booked. We sent our sizes. We sent our sizes in, and I get to the wardrobe, and they have nothing for me. And I was like, um... Mm in my head, I mean, I'm a very not conversational person. So I was like, it's okay, it's fine. Like, no worries. Okay. But in my head, I was like, wait, like, we literally sent our sizes, like, you have nothing for me. I was like, Okay, that doesn't feel great. And then I was kind of, I don't want to say forced, but like, I, I squeezed into this, like, top that didn't really fit me, that made it a little bit tricky to dance. And that was just kind of a, a bad experience, because it made me feel like a second thought and like, not important. And mm-hmm. Also just, it's a normal experience for a wardrobe to always be a challenge when you're not like a size two. Like it's, it's always so, kind of something a lot of the time that goes wrong or they don't have it in your size. Um, and it's just kind of a, what is it? I don't want to say degrading. That's dramatic. But for, for lack of a better word, a little bit degrading sometimes. So that was probably my, my least favorite. Um, but things happen. But I've been really lucky that I've never been on a job, I think, where like, the artist was horrible or like the choreographer was, was super mean Mm. or like I was crying. Like I've never been on a job that was completely horrible, but I would say if I had to choose one, that's probably like the job Mm. that came to mind just cause didn't feel good.
0: Got it. You know what? I'm looking at the comments here and I'm going to read this one. Seema dance says, Oh my God, you are literally my idol. Um, you are the reason why I started to dance and work hard because I was so insecure about the way I danced a whole oh, bunch of hearts thank you. That's so prayer.
1: sweet. That makes me so happy. I like, I love, it means like so much to me when people say that or like, they're like, Hey, I started dancing again because of you. Like I've gotten that a lot from people that are older than me. Like, yeah, you know, I stopped for a while, but I started again because I saw you dancing and like, it made you so happy, and like now I'm getting back into it, and it it just makes me so happy that that people are getting back into something they love to do, and they're getting back into something that they probably stopped doing because of other people. So I'm I'm really happy, and that's that's why I do what I do. Like that's that's the whole point of, of my movement. So
0: I love that, and thank you. Absolutely, I, I definitely had to read that one. Yes. Now you know again your message breaking the stereotype. Let's talk about some of how the dance industry can be a bit like the toxic side of it. Just, just with, like you said, the people and, and, and the competition and, and, you know, getting your mentors in a space. Let's talk to the people that are trying to get into this, the game here, right, that aren't maybe so strong and they really want to dance but it's so difficult. What do you say to that and how do you address the dance you yeah, um, when it comes no, to no, the us. dance
1: industry is very um, it it has its moments. Um, I definitely think, and you'll hear this from like everyone, it's nothing but you definitely have to have in to to pursue dance at least professionally. Um, and I think what's what's helped me really is what I always say is. I've been through a lot in the dance industry and having people say things about me, me being cut from auditions because of the way I look. People telling me to go on a diet and lose weight first. People telling me I'm never going to book anything. Like, I promise you, I've been through it. But even though it, it hurts, mm. obviously, I'm not going to be like, no, it was fine. I didn't care. No, you care. You care. It hurts. It hurts. And anyone that say says it doesn't hurt is lying. Um. So it hurts. But I think. I've been able to bounce back from it so fast and to, and continue because I love it so much. Like, my passion for it exceeds my, my emotion. Okay, how how am I trying to say this? <laughs> I'm like, my, my passion for dance exceeds my emotions about that situation, if that makes sense. So if someone's like, "Uh, you're ugly, you're fat, you're not going to make it, I hate you, whatever. Wow, that hurts. Two days later, I love dance. I'm going to keep going. Who cares about what they said? I'm going to keep dancing. Like, it's, I can't <laughs> imagine not dancing. I can't. Like, and it, it doesn't even matter if I've, like, been booked. If I've danced for, like, seven years out here and I didn't book a single thing, I still would be dancing. Mm-hmm. Because I love it. Like, I don't do it for, <laughs> okay. for the money, for the recognition, for fame, for anything. I do it because it makes me the happiest and... I just, I know I'm meant to do it. Like, wherever it takes me, I I trust it. And I'm going to work hard to get where I want to be. But I do it because I love it. So I think. Absolutely. I don't want to say, like, if you're truly passionate, you can get through it. I don't want to say that because it's a very hard industry to get through. And it definitely takes a toll on you. Um, But I think what's important is remembering why you started dancing and why you're pursuing it. And then also i think as far as like actual things you can do to help you i think having a good like small circle of friends that like you trust that you know have like are looking out for the best for you and like support you a thousand percent and love you i think that's really important because i know like when i go through things in the industry i have two or three friends that are also dancers that i can be like guys I need your help right now. Like this happened. Like I'm feeling really down about it, like blah, blah, blah. And they're just so helpful with that. So I think having a support system, whether it's your family, whether it's friends, fellow dancers, I think that's crucial. And I think that'll really help being a dancer in this industry. But I also think just remember how much you love dance. Like I think it's so easy, but I think we forget sometimes.
0: Definitely absolutely okay so now last but not least let's talk let's talk i guess like the main thing that everyone really wants to know is which is money power and respect right um and just how dancers fit in that category and and in that order uh you know like and it's just there's a conversation that keeps happening about what the pay of dancers should be and what should be and how we should be respected because dance is such a hard art form and yet not put to the same standard as vocalists or even guitar players, you know, like, so we're just trying to figure out how to get it in place. Um, We actually interviewed Taja um, Riley and, you know, she's a huge advocate for the dance community. She don't play no games Um, and, you know, she wants to make sure everyone's getting paid and everyone is... Proper insurances, the proper coverages, and those are really big and important things as dancers that we need. And a lot of times, if you're not as experienced or haven't really been booking that much, you will take whatever absolutely, just because absolutely. you want the opportunity. So uh, let's talk about it. Money, power, and respect. Uh, it, it's so tricky it because
1: you? I think, first of all, yeah, something that's not up for debate is we should be getting paid more a thousand percent it's not a greedy thing. It's not like, mm-hmm. I just want more money. Like, yes, of course we do, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not just based off wanting money. It's we work so hard and we're killing our bodies to like a fourth of mm. other people on the job that maybe aren't as prominent. So it's mm-hmm. like, it feels like they don't value <laughs> us or like respect us when sometimes not all the time, but like we really make the show what it is. And we're not saying that other people, like, in the show aren't mm-hmm. talented or, or adding value as well. Everyone is. So everyone should be getting paid as if they're valued. <laughs> but sometimes, and there are certain jobs that pay very well, and, like, it's clear they respect their dancers. I've been on plenty of jobs where I felt like I was being valued and I was being paid a fair amount. But, yes, there are plenty of jobs that I've been on where yeah. I'm like, we're getting pennies. <laughs> we are, like, breaking our backs for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Crazy. So I definitely think (laughs) it's amazing that we're starting to speak up more about just how much we should be getting paid. And it's not even a money talk, it's just a respect a respect thing. It really is. It's it tells us how Mm. much you value our craft. It really does. So I think that's amazing. I know I think the dancers alliance rate went up recently. They bumped it up. I think like it used to be a certain amount for every show and it bumped up maybe like a fourth. So they, they did move. They they okay. uh, bumped up like per diem, which I'm sorry. If the people watching don't know what I'm talking about, this is just like money fees that we get as dancers. Um, and there's a company called Dancers Alliance that like helps dancers, and they raised the the fees we get. Um, so I think that was maybe like a month ago. So there is progress being made. Okay. Um, and I'm really happy people are speaking out about it. Um, I think as far as, um. Like, oh yes, that's what I was gonna say. As far as turning down jobs, it's really hard when you're a dancer, especially if you're new and you have no, like you don't really have the biggest resume, you don't have connections, you don't, like you don't know people. I understand why they take these jobs and I've I've taken those jobs. Like I'm not, like I've done that as well. And I'm not gonna lie, there are some cases where, you know, people might disagree with this and that's totally fine, I, I get it. But there are some cases where they might be paying me horribly. But if a choreographer is someone I've always wanted mm-hmm. to work with and I've, they never teach and I've never met them, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't know where that necessarily will lead okay. in the future. You know, if they never do auditions, if they never teach, they're going to go to people that they've worked with or that they know. So I think sometimes I can understand mm-hmm. why people take these jobs. But I also think it is important to stick up for yourself and to know your worth. So it's, it, it's a fine line. In, in a way I can understand both sides, but I definitely think the battle for more more money, more respect is a very important conversation. And I have seen progress with it. So I think we're moving in the right direction.
0: Absolutely. And that's, I, yeah. yes, I completely agree too. But sometimes there is a debate between the old and uh-huh. new school generation of dancers. And maybe the older, um the older generation feeling like you guys want things too easy or you know guys don't know what an internship is or what work study is and just working for hours and 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 being able to put get free dance classes out of that and not being able to be paid or just just the old school but then they their flip side to it is well that's trauma and you know we don't want to go through trauma and working like plays to be able to feel represented or recognized, you know, so it is a yeah. flip coin to it, but that like I've even taking jobs on my journey, you know, with even with big artists, um, getting paid nothing just to be able to have it on my resume to book my next job, which I can now say, yeah. Hey, my rate is such and such. So I didn't know how to play the game. And it really is, like you said, this yep. is a business. Dancers are businesses. You know, I Um am. I'm um, signed
1: with Clear Talent Group in LA. I love them. They're great. Um, But I think, I, I mean, I don't know where you're going with this, but I think maybe this might be where you're thinking of going. I think you mentioned it before. Um, You know, Instagram is like an agency now. <laughs> it, is. it is in some ways and they don't <laughs> have a percentage. So that's great. Um, but I think for me still having an agent has been really beneficial and I also I just love my agency and I, I love them and they've been really helpful so I I think it helps obviously to have a positive relationship with them I know that sometimes like agents can be a little bit they can honestly make it just make the job um more stressful sometimes um or sometimes like if they don't do like their job right like things can go wrong and like I don't know. I don't think everyone needs an agent. Um, I, I recommend it, especially maybe if you're new to LA or like new to professional dance, I definitely think you should have one, but you don't absolutely need one, but I think it would make your journey easier having one. Um, so yeah, but with that being said, Instagram is an agency at this point. Um, I think like it's kind of been a theme on this, but I think just if you're trying to pursue this, just take a look at your social media and, and think if you were casting, like, does this show what kind of dancer you are? You know, would you book yourself based off your Instagram? Like, you know, so just think about that. But um, yeah, I do have an agent and they've been great.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So now tell us what's next for Amanda. You've done so much dance stuff. You're, I know you're out here teaching all over the place. And like, what do you see next? Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. And I feel like I always answer this question the same, but it's true. Like, when people would ask me this question five years ago, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? I would have never said where I am now. So <laughs> it's, it's hard to answer that. Like, I don't think I can give an accurate answer, but, um, I mean, I know in five, like, I five I admit, I know you didn't say five years, but in the future or what's next. Um, I obviously, I'm going to keep dancing for <laughs> however long I can. Like I'm always going to dance if I can. Um, I think I've been enjoying teaching a lot. Um, I think as far as choreography, sometimes people have asked like, so are you getting more into like choreographing? And, I do enjoy making, making choreo and making art and all that. And I enjoy making like little videos and things like that. But I think for now, I'm still focusing on being a working dancer first. Um, That's, that's my focus. But with that being said, if an opportunity came and it was something I was really passionate about that I might have the chance to choreograph for, I would do it, of course. But I think like people are thinking now that I'm trying to like, choreograph and like move from like being a dancer I'm like I'm only 21 like I am I am a dancer like (laughs) let me have my dance career first and then then I'll (laughs) transition to to choreo but I've really been enjoying teaching and I'm teaching at like I'm I'm teaching at millennium which is crazy to say because I've been going there since I was like 10 so it's a full circle moment and I, I love it there it's like my dance my dance home um I I would love to go on tour that's like my next goal um I just I think every dancer has a dream of going on tour with an artist. So that's the goal. Um just working with new people, new artists, getting inspired. Um just kind of going with the flow and working hard and seeing where where it takes me, I guess.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Is there any artist that you are like, go ahead and name your top three artists you want to work Ariana with? Ariana Grande is number one.
1: She's she well, she's my dream for okay. I mean for everything, but Tour especially like she's my goal, the dream. Um, who else? I love a lot of people. I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love her. I love. I never get to dance for her? But I love her so much. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of like who like I absolutely like love that I'd love to dance for. Um, I like Dua Lipa too. I like Dua Lipa. Her music very poppy, very fun. Um, okay. My friend is actually on tour with her right now. Um, and it looks super fun. So I'm like, he looks he looks really fun too, and I like her music a lot. Yes,
0: yes, yes. All right, so Dua Lipa, Meg. Ariana. And who was the first one again?
1: Yeah.
0: And Ariana. No, oh, I, oh, I love Yuffie. Yeah. No, Fiat? Uh, of course. <laughs> oh my God, the
1: courtroom is strong too. Um, no, I love her. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. I would like uh, die to dance for her. He's great too, oh my God. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And you know what? There's not so many artists that actually tour with dancers that it's like, we have to on and hold on to yeah. the few that are left. That actually, oh, set. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, true. And Janet Jackson, too. Someone yes, comments, yes, do Janet. yes,
1: yes. Anyone that knows me knows I love Janet. I love her music. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to flex, but I am flexing. Last year, I choreographed to Control by Janet, and she shared it on her Instagram. She posted it, and I wanted oh. to cry and just go in a shell and never come out. Um, I love her. I think her <laughs> music, like, she's really an artist. Like, I don't want to say one of the few artists, but I feel like she's kind of one of the only ones that comes to mind. Where her music, like, stands the test of time. Like, every song, I listen to it, and I'm like, <laughs> woo! Like, and I'm like, this came out, like, however long ago, and it's just as good, if not better. Her uh, every song is so. I love her. Whoever said Janet, you know me so well. Like I love her. I love her.
0: Absolutely, uh, Amanda, you were amazing, and you gave us everything that we wanted to know. And this was such a great interview with Zap Exclusive today. Um, tell the people where they can find you and any exclusive news that you feel like you Ooh. want to drop.
1: Um, well, I mean, on Instagram, you can find me at Amanda account um i am on tiktok we kind of talked about that um that's amanda underscore lecount um and then pretty much anything else is on my website and it's just com. um and anything i can like drop to you guys or like hint at um i don't know i mean i have i have some stuff in the works but you know the entertainment industry i'm not allowed to talk about it um but It should be coming out, like, soon, and what I'm working on, hopefully, everything will go smoothly, and it'll uh, become a reality, but I'm working on some pretty cool things, so hopefully, I'll have some cool announcements soon, but that's all I can say, unfortunately. I know it sucks, but...
0: Okay, well, listen, you're not gonna be a stranger whenever you got your new stuff, we're gonna... Tap back in with you, and we're gonna catch up again. But you were amazing. Oh, last but not least, whenever you come to New York, oh you God, gotta teach love in my to. studio. Yeah. Okay, when are you, are you in New York? January.
1: Here? I actually went there for my birthday. Um, uh, um, oh, January 15th. You...
0: Okay, what, mm-hmm, you just, you I just saw, I, just saw turn like,
1: five. I was only there for, I think, six days, and I saw five Broadway shows crazy. Um, they're amazing. Moulin Rouge is my new favorite. Wicked was my favorite for like 10 years. And then I saw Moulin Rouge and I was like, no, nope. beat it. Beat it. Um, So good. Um, and then yeah, I just went. I think I danced a little bit, but it was more chill. I went with my mom just like seeing the city because whenever I go out there, it's like for work or we're just dancing. And this time it was like, let's relax. Oh, wait, I, I lied. I was there in April. I was there in April for like two days because I did a thing with Ozuna, but I had no time. Oh, but I'm okay, okay we, we love working.
0: Okay, <laughs> listen, we love to work, and when you can work and make some extra money while you're working, we're here for that too. <laughs> well, listen, Amanda, thank you again for coming on. We're gonna definitely, talk to you. whenever in New York, definitely reach out Maybe we can yeah. do even an in person interview too. We can figure that out too. Though. Um, but yes, everybody, make sure you guys go ahead and follow Amanda account. And we are zapping out Thank for today. Thank you so much. I appreciate Bye. your time. Later. <laughs> All right, everybody. So that was Miss Amanda LeCount. All right, make sure y'all are zapped in and you guys are following me at Zapped Exclusive. Yes. Okay, make sure you follow my Instagram as well. It's free. Um, we do these interviews every... So sporadically, but we will have this up on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube. This will be everywhere. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I am your boy Jersey, and I'm going to see you next time.